Welcome to Coffee with Kim, where I share my love of God, the love of the word, and um, with a great cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm drinking a good brand today. Um, it's one that you get at a big, big box store, organic, very, very filling to me, really like it. Um, so yeah, I'm always on the search for the, one of the best cups of coffee that just you know, you need that in the morning, right? <laughs> Some of us do. So welcome. I'm so glad you're joining me. Um, for those of you who follow Coffee with Kim, we are soon coming up on one year. How incredible is that? I've been so blessed for you to follow me and join me as I just kind of talk about how much I love the word and revelation God speaks to me as I read and study and I decided to share that with all of you using a format God gave me, uh, One Day Legacy. I've been using two different formats. The one where we just, like for October, we've been just um, doing Bible verses. Or uh, I started with me several years ago doing Summer in the Psalms. Um, but then also using the format where I use the acronym PRAY. And uh, we've done that a couple times this year with different books of the Bible. And it's very intense. <laughs> I looked at my few and said, wow, never have I gone through the word like that before. But that's my heart is that you experience the word of God like never before. And you go deeper with it. Um, even in the simple, when you're just doing a Bible verse, you go deeper in that. And so we are in the month of October. We're coming to a close, which is crazy. Um, so we've been, we've been studying verses that have to do with worshiping at his feet, worshiping the Lord, small verses that are powerful. You know, you become what you behold. And as you behold Jesus, you become more like him. And I think sometimes worship is the most misused word in, in our language because we, we talk about it in terms of music a lot. And it's more than that. It, we just, in our church, we've just been studying Exodus and a God and Moses and they're up on the mountain. He says, I, I hear war. And then like, no, oh, you hear singing. And so sometimes we can think singing is worship and it can be, but sometimes singing is just singing. Worship is a posture of my heart. It's the position that I put myself in before him. And so um, beholding him in worship, it causes me to bow my knees at his feet and just love him. And uh, I've said this a couple times, never neglect the ministry of his feet for the ministry on the street. And so these verses are powerful verses that cause you just to stop. And, and, you know, sometimes, you know, like I love reading the whole books of the Bible, but sometimes you do need just a verse that just stops you in your tracks. Like today's verse. Today's verse is from Matthew 6, part of the uh, Sermon on the Mount or the Mountain Code, the Beatitudes. And um, I've studied the Beatitudes several times. And each time I study it, I just want more of him. And I, I think, is it Tozer that says, you can have as much of God as you want. He longs to be longed for. He seeks to be sought. Like he wants to be face to face with us. And we're the ones that often choose to turn our face to other things, to lesser things. And so in this month of October, my prayer was, as you are worshiping at his feet, you hunger and thirst also for more of that. You know, he, he's the God that even though we hunger and thirst and you'll be filled, but you always are going to want more. So Matthew 5, 6 is blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. So God will always go to the person who wants 
bread. God will always go to the person who wants drink. God will always go to that person who is hungering and thirsting after him. And that word satisfied, the word filled means satisfied. Now, not in ministry, not in a title. Like we get very, um, I can't think of the word, but we, we, we think we're filled because we've reached that level in our ministry or we're finally on the stage. We're finally the main quote worship leader or we, you know, now we're filled. We're doing God's thing. That's not what he's talking about. He is talking about when you are satisfied with him. And it says those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Well, what does righteousness mean? It's God's righteousness, not mine. And so it literally is my right being, not my acting, but my right being being with him, my right standing with him, a strong desire. It, it, it's turning from um, the examination of self to God. Like how often am I seeking other things, even in the presence of God? But when I'm hungering and thirsting, thirsting, hungering and thirsting <laughs> just after his right being in me, then I am filled. So a lot of times this is what happens. You know, we've seen many, 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 many uh, fall away. And it's because they're hungering and thirsting for the spotlight and not for God. And so, you know, it goes right back to, he says, you know, um, in, in Matthew, seek first the kingdom of God. Like he says this over and over and over again to us. And we constantly over and over again are seeking so many other things. We're thinking things of God. We're wanting the position of God. We're wanting all those things. And he's like, no, that that's not, you will hunger and thirst when you, you're filled when you hunger and thirst for me, for my right being in you. Um, and so the man or woman who is marked by this, um, you grieve over what, what's happening in the world and you hunger for more of God. Being righteous is like food and drink to him. You can have the language right? We can have the language. And I've seen this a lot. We have the language of love without the presence of love. We can have the language of worship. We can even have flags, banners, and everything else. And we can have the stages of worship, but we can miss the presence of God. Um, and we can manufacture it, which is really scary because you can, you can emotionally manufacture it and still not have it. How do you know? Because you are forever changed when it is his literal presence in you, on you, and around you. So um, conformity to God's will is not drifting aimlessly in religion. It's God's rightness in me. His righteousness is his rightness in me. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're aiming for. So as we're praying that verse out today, um, we want to literally be hungering and thirsting for hungering and thirsting for that rightness of God in me. Um, C.S. Lewis says it this way: If I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world, Ooh, or I was made for another person. I was made for Jesus. I was not made to be satisfied here. And as we are, I see so many seeking to be satisfied here, just what's happened politically and pandemically and everything, that is not going to fulfill you. Look, even if who you want to become president becomes president, that's still not going to fulfill you. That's still not going to bring you righteousness. That's still not going to uh, cease the hunger and thirst within you. The only thing that fills that is him. Those who hunger and thirst will be filled. When I hunger and thirst for the right standing with God, my right being with God, then I am filled with that. 
Um, how can you tell if you're hungry and thirsty because you are being filled? Am I, am I really in the presence of God or am I just having the language of that? You can have as much of him as you want. So Jesus is saying that you are blessed if you have such an appetite that you can't live without what you're hungry for. You have to have it. You have to have him. Like we follow Instagram and we follow all these other things more than we follow Jesus. <laughs> think about that. We are more worried about what others think about us than our right standing with God. So what causes this true craving for righteousness? It's, it's an awakening that happens inside of us. Maybe if you feel desperate, you aren't being filled. There's a thought, right? Maybe if you are so desperate, then there's a part that you're, you're being filled by man's best attempt, but you're not being filled by God's righteousness. We need to refocus our hearts and our vision to God and his word. Um, he isn't talking about salvation or moral justice or outward actions. He is literally talking about something implanted in us that creates this outward, outward evidence of us being with him. Remember, in these Beatitudes, it's a spiritual progression that's happening. So we aren't meant to hunger and thirst after an experience or after blessedness. We are to hunger and thirst after righteousness. We are to hunger and thirst after him, my right being. It's ultimately to be free from all the things that ensnare me here. It's the desire to be free from my sinful nature. It's the desire to be free from um, anything of the world that ensnares me. So just like in the beginning, to walk in the presence of God, naked and, and on a shame, we're to be free from that power of sin. And so we have this, this beautiful beatitude that we can be crying out and, and praying out and saying, God, I, I want... I want to hunger and thirst for you. So ask him that. I want to hunger and thirst for you so that uh, that your rightness, your right being is in me, not anything of myself. And, you know, we get very sloppy and we allow compromise when we know how to blow a shofar and, and do flags and banners, but we don't know the word of God. So we need to be free from anything that ensnares us or takes the attention away from God. And even those things, even though they are good things, they can take our attention away from God. So to hunger and thirst after righteousness is to desire to be free from the self of all the horrible manifestations <laughs> that are out there in, in any form. It's to be longing to be positively holy. To exemplify this life that Jesus had. Remember to be filled with him. And um, hunger hurts and is painful at times. Because you want him so much. The beauty of this is God immediately fills us. God entrusts his children. He entrusts our childlike hearts. So do do we want to be filled? Am I the same? Um, at the same time that I'm hungry and thirsty. He is filling me. I'm being consumed with the presence of Jesus and we get to be filled with the fullness of him. We need to experience him. He needs to be the front and center. And what I can promise you is that hunger wins every time. <laughs> hunger wins every time over a great music uh, song, over everything. Hunger for him is what wins every time. So guys, as you are just praying that out today and crying that out and worshiping at his feet, Hunger wins every time and you can have as much of him as you desire. So my prayer for you is that you desire his rightness in you today. Be blessed, guys.